contest is the special Iron Man match for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. I talked about these two gentlemen recently during one of my exclusive hotline reports. They are the Legion of Doom. They are the Road Warriors. They are Hawk and Animal. And they are back together again in World Championship Wrestling after a sabbatical of quite some time, right, Animal? Well, you know what? We're back. We're back after some time because it's Halloween. It's Halloween. So I got my old partner back. I got my old partner, Hawk, who's back. And he's back. back. Yes, he's back. And we're going to raise hell because we like spiders. Yeah, I got one on my face. Yeah. Anything to say, Paul Ellering? No. Yeah, because we're dangerous. Where's that doll? Where's the doll to go on the front of my motorbike? I don't know. It's Halloween. Tell him, Hawk. Well, you know something, cannibal? I'm constipated. I am so constipated, which is why I'm shouting. It's the only way to do a promo. And at Halloween... With the spiders and the ultimate warrior coming from parts unknown. <laughs> These shoulder pads are really sharp as well. I've just cut my fingers on one of them. What's right, you put those shoulders on? I, I'm so angry. Tell them, Paul. <laughs> That's your line. <laughs> yes, I go. You've ruined it now. Uh, rush. <coughs> and the thing is, no wonder he, he died a young man because that takes a lot of air. Have some tea. Have some tea. I'm having some tea. Now, that may have killed me for the rest now, of the episode. I just want to point out, yep. that is the difference between when I think of an intro yep. and when you think of an intro. Oh, yeah. Mine's you just thought loud. of that. And now look, the best we're out of it, we're done. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Old man Joey tell him Hawk. isn't gonna be the same. This I'm not Hawk. You're you were Hawk. Oh, I'm Hawk. Sorry. Tell him, Adam. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh. welcome to the Iron Man Pod Show. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the Iron Man Wrestling Podcast, the British Wrestling Fan Survival Guide. Yep. There we go. Okay. I am the real deal, Simon Pryor, and I'm here with Animal. Also known as the Fallen Angel and Paul old Ellering. Man Joey? Oh, old man Joey, yeah. A very bad throat. And this is Halloween. It is Halloween. So uh, we we haven't covered last night's Hell in a Cell, but we will do our sort of yeah. review of that. That'll be next week's episode. But because this is going live on the thirty first of October, we thought we would do a Halloween special, kind of. And we are going to review See No Evil. No, no we're not. Okay. So, um, let's let's just get on with it, shall we? Yep. So, should we do some news first? This is the news. This is the news. Okay, so... Oh, the... shall I ring the damn bell? Oh, yes. Yeah, no, please do. There we go. Right, there we go. Do the news. Right. I feel that we can start the show now. <laughs> yeah, properly. <laughs> oh, that was really, yeah. really... Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, so... Tell them, animal. Well... <laughs> Um, no one ever wants to be animal in the interviews. No. Um, like, <laughs> like, well, because the only bit that being animal is any good is when you say, Tell him, Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him, Hawk. It's easier to say, <laughs> Well. Old man Joey got the role of uh, Paul Leather. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I can't remember anything that man's ever said other than he puts his hands together. Yeah. The authors of pain. The authors. Of pain. There we go. That's, That's all you need to know. Spot on. Yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> WWE news. Okay. Let's go for it. So um, not massive news this week. Obviously, Hell in a Cell we're not covering because it's a Halloween special. But let's just do some news up to uh, up to last night. Really. Um, at the time. <laughs> all right. We've recorded this a few days earlier. <laughs> we don't know what's going to main event Hell in a Cell, no. and we're. <laughs> We're also making predictions on this show. Um, but there is news, there is rumours that WWE Paul uh, Paul Levisky, Levisky, uh, Triple H, is uh, pushing for Charlotte... Paul Levisky? What? What's Paul Levisky. Just call him H. Paul what? Levisky. What's in that cup you're drinking from? Whiskey. Paul, Paul as I know him, or H, um, 
from Steps. <laughs> the game. <laughs> Paul, uh, Triple H ha- is pushing apparently. Oh, so for- that is in, in three steps. You can go from Triple H to H from Steps to that guy from Lost Profits. I'm not going to go in any further on that. But, but H from Steps and Lost Profits guy have the same name. There we go. So um, he's pushing for um, Charlotte versus uh, Sasha Banks and Helen Cell. Sasha Banks to be the main event at Helen Cell. What do you reckon about that? I don't mind it. It's a good idea. I yeah. think they it, deserve it if they're going to stop with these Charlotte Sasha Bank matches because I'm getting a little sick of them now. They do them every month. Okay. This is true. Yeah. Um, I. I think it would be interesting. It would be uh, fighting back against SmackDown because they had the temerity to put the main event match on first yeah. uh, at their last pay-per-view. So by virtue of that, I think it would be a good talking point for Raw to, to put that match on last. But um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. And there should be blood. Yes. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Bloody up women. I'm just wondering in what context. I mean, oh, in that someone gets cut in the face. Right. Oh, um, well, Charlotte Flair is in there. I mean, you know. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you go. Woo! Blade. In full sight of <laughs> the camera. She's probably genetically got razor blades under her hair. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. You waited um, till I was drinking uh, my tea for that, didn't or you? Or a dad will just be like, here, I've got one for you. <laughs> Woo! Blade. Um, so, anyway. Um, WWE. Um, Maybe he sh- he'll shout and go woo and instantly blood. Shout out, yeah, have one of these. Woo, <laughs> spurt. Yeah. yeah. So um, and then man- randomly, Arn Anderson will run in and get um, the spurt. <laughs> um, <clears throat> That's all Arn Anderson's good for these days. <laughs> Love you, Arn, but yeah. 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 So, apart from looking funny on the Four Horsemen t-shirt, that's yes. really, really <laughs> yeah. good for. So, yeah. um, other news, um, last week we talked about the potential of uh, HBK coming back for uh, Royal Rumble 2017 in the yeah. Alamo Dome, uh, 20 years since the last time it was there, um, and he taking on AJ on. Styles. Didn't he win in 97? Mm, yes, I think he did. Ooh. Um, it's beat Sid Justice, in fact. Um, anyway, so the hometown hero, could he make one last comeback? Well, one person who said not to rule it out is good old JR. Now, if JR knows anything, you know. It's stone years. cold! That's it's what he stone knows. Stone cold. Yeah. But um, JR says that he thinks um, it's probably less than 50 50% chance, but at the same time, Sean is a team player and um, the team needs him right now. So um, they need him so much right now. He's the man. They need. Other returns. He's the man and the hero they deserve. Other returns, and this is from uh, the IB Times, International Business Times. Uh, <laughs> A reputable d- source. WWE are looking at is um, they're looking at bringing back obviously Shawn Michaels um, in the next year. It's looking very much likely now that uh, Kurt Angle um, will be returning probably to promote the next WWE video game. And then he'll probably have a fancy match and come back to take yep. someone on in that. So, who do you think it will be that Kurt Angle eventually comes back to face in the ring? Ooh, who is um, that dream match that we uh, Jeff with? Jarrett. <laughs> he stole his wife. That is true. Jeff Jarrett did stole his wife. Yeah. <laughs> stole his <laughs> wife. <laughs> you really are on the whiskey tonight, <laughs> aren't you? Uh, drinking before we record. Um, the, other, the, other thing, uh, the other thing that now looks like it is likely to happen is that Blubber Ray Dudley... Um, maybe coming back to um, enter as a singles uh, career. Uh, Devon is apparently working backstage now, and it looks like Royal Rumble could be a, a place for him to make his uh, main roster return as a singles athlete. Um, about time, I think. Yeah. So, um, very interesting to see if HBK does come back now, 51 years old. He hasn't wrestled for uh, about seven, eight years, so... Um, yeah, we do you think he'll say. still have it? Do you think he'll be good enough for AJ Styles? Yeah, it'll be fine. Absolutely, of course yeah. he will. It's Shawn Michaels' is legend. I don't um, know why you asked that. I don't know. Just, I just felt like I had to just sort of pad it out of it. So, um, that's no, that. There's no padding on this show. We're just yes. 100% lean red meat. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. um, um, and and one, maybe 1% AJ Styles Vin- hair. Vincent Mann, um, has, um, Vincent Mann has um, said that the WWE, he's been asked, would he be willing to sell the WWE? Um and he said that they are open. Oh, just broke your iPad. Um, they are open to anything. Um, the seventy-one-year-old businessman, however, said 
Um, it would have to allow the WWE to control its own destiny. So yep. they would sell it in theory, um, but they would have to still be in charge. I think uh, Dixie Carter's just been uh, stitched up doing something similar to that. So yeah. take heed, Vincent. Take heed. Yeah, damn it. I'm thinking about selling. Uh, I'm going to sell to Kraft because they don't ruin chocolate. Mm. No, they, they, they do. Shut up, Vince. Anyway, so... Um, they, they really do ruin chocolate. They, we're lucky we don't put cheese in it yet. That is oh. true. <laughs> oh, well, cream eggs are disgusting these days, and they, they weren't, so maybe the yellow in a cream egg is now cheese. But that's for another show at a different time. And a so, different podcast <laughs> yeah. altogether. So, um, that's, that's that, that's that, that's that. Um, other news then, uh, Dolph Ziggler has uh, relit the, the hope of most UK wrestling fans. Uh, by saying, oh, look, it's crashed. Now, he hasn't. He said, I know, I think that it is getting closer. Dolph Ziggler believes that the WWE pay-per-view could soon be returning to the UK. Now, we've spoke about this, old man, Joe, in the past, that now now that the... um, We always wanted it to be a SummerSlam or something, but now that the network is pretty much stealing all the pay-per-view rates anyway, um, the main reason that WWE said they couldn't do a SummerSlam again was because it drawn so badly um, in SummerSlam 92, which was the the biggest ever SummerSlam in terms of crowd, but was the worst ever SummerSlam in terms of pay-per-view buy rates. And they said it was because of the time difference in the UK to America. It could be because the card was absolutely atrocious. Also, uh, with the network being as it is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what time of day it's on. Yeah, but if they did do such a disgustingly bad card again... Then it would be awful, yeah. yeah. Um, but the point is now that that could be a, a more of a possibility. So Dolph Ziggler says um, that we think we're getting close to the audience. is so huge, great and loyal that um, as performers we think they've gone abundant beyond and deserve it. I'm sure at some point it'll be in the works. It'll be one of the greatest crowd responses we ever had. Where do you think they'd do it? Because I... I for marinas, I think they would they would probably go Wembley Stadium I'd again. Say Wembley. But I I think it'd be really good at the Millennium Stadium. We've that seen a couple of cons- yeah, concerts yeah. there. And um any I, I think um the Millennium Stadium Cardiff would be really, really yeah, good. It's probably one of one of the two. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be Wembley or Millennium. you've got to go for a stadium that can fit in like eighty thousand just to, you know, get the money's worth out of it and uh, get the crowd in and make it look good for the uh, the cameras, get that WrestleMania feel to it. So yeah, one of those two. Yeah, good. So um, let's see. I wonder what, what what do you think it would be? Do you think they would just do a? Because I think they did like the the NXT, not the NXT. Sorry, the um, it had an NXT match on it, but they had the Tokyo Beast from the East, random one off. Do you think it'd be like that, or do you think they're actually going to do a proper pay per view? Do you think they could do? Uh, do you think it's likely one of the big four is going to be in the UK in the next few years, two years? I, so I mean, I I would, do, yeah. I would pay good money to go and watch the Royal Rumble. I'd pay bad money for it as well. I would pay any money. I would pay horrendous money. I would sell a kidney to see the We we have discussed this before and we've said it doesn't matter what day it's on, it doesn't matter where it is, and it doesn't matter what the cost is, we want to be within the first few rows if it's a proper payment. Yeah, you've demanded ring (laughs) So um, that's sort of my my thought on it is that, you know, it's happened once in my lifetime that they've had, uh, I mean, obviously they've they've had the rebellions and the one night stands and all that. They they don't but really count. They're not really. It's not they're, a summer they're, slam, is it? They're, they're side attractions. Mm. What we want is the main. We yeah. want. I want to be able to see the Bushwhackers versus the Beverly <laughs> Bulls yeah. and Repo Man versus Crushing. What will be a really difficult contest? Yeah. Um, I don't. <laughs> I want to see. Uh, I mean, you. Look, I, I want to <laughs> see the Iron Sheik again against uh, Sergeant Slaughter. There you go. You yeah. You want to see Hacksaw Jim Duggan again because you forgot it the first yeah, time. I so want to see Papa that, Shango against Hacksaw Jim Duggan. It yeah. you forgot about it. So, um, I, I genuinely can't remember Jim Duggan being there. No. Uh, so. This is um, Neither can Jim Duggan probably. No. So. <laughs> oh. so hopefully that's that's some uh, some interesting news. Other news, uh, it looks like Randy Orton may have joined the Wyatt family. What do we make to this? Oh, I assume it's just a ploy to yes. get to Bray. Mm. It's, it's a rib. As uh, Bruce Pritchard would say, he would on his, say it's um, Okay, uh, well, that, that didn't involve as much talking as I thought no. it would do. I, um, I, I've, I, I'm not really that bothered. James Elworth? Uh, legend. Have you not got his t shirt yet? No. I'm surprised by that. Um, what? <laughs> no. Really? No, it's, it's, not, it's not, my, uh, not my bag, I'm afraid. 
Okay. Well, I'm afraid that is the news. Oh, so we've got to move on to something else now. Yes. Right. Okay. Uh, shall we do Halloween Havoc 93 then? Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, yes. Yes. Let's. Let's. Yes. Let's. No. Okay. So, <laughs> no, let's let's not. We've, we've sat through it. Um, I told you I was dying. Look at me like that. It's mm. true. It's true. Uh, so, this pay-per-view had a very interesting uh, stipulation for the main event. I mean, cle- <laughs> clearly rigged. Oh, yes. Sorry. Clearly oh, yes, rigged. Yes, yes. yes. But spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Make the deal. Yeah. And uh, what we ended up with is, uh, was a Texas death match between Cactus Jack and Big Van Vader. But uh, we'll, we'll get onto that in a moment. So, on the card, things did not open well. But well, actually, no, no, before the card, let's let, not let, even start with the wrestling. Let's we've do the go, intro. We've got to go to something else before that yeah. because it a is haunted Halloween. House. A haunted house. After all, a group well, of kids. I can't say what I. Described it as earlier because it's just wrong. Yeah, so where is my phone? <laughs> so uh, a group of kids approach a haunted house in a but, in a um, Florida suburb. Yes, but uh, they 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 all want to just go home and watch Halloween Havoc. That's but, all they want to do. Just about right? to yeah. start. But but one of them goes, "I'm not scared. I want well, I want to go and be scared by this haunted house. This or, really nice looking haunted house." Yeah. So so they approach the front door. They're all dressed as like universal horror villains, Frankenstein and Dracula and so on. One of them was dressed as Sting as well. Yes, yeah, which that was just a bit weird. weird. It's Sting! <laughs> That's a recurring thing yeah, from the yeah. 90s. Yeah. The door opens. It is. That's a terrible sound effect. Twitters. Do it again, do it again. So, a creepy. Uh, the, they approach the creepy building and the door opens. <laughs> It's a little bit, little bit yeah. better. Um, and on the other side of that door is an even creepier Tony Schiavone. Oh, oh God. Oh, stop it there. That's when, that's when I couldn't take enough. Then I had to wait. I pressed pause and left it until the next day. <laughs> you <laughs> pressed pause, but he was, was he staring yeah, at the screen? Yeah, no. <laughs> just his hair all done nicely. Tony and Schiavone. his pale face. Yeah. Talking... I, I'm going to have to say he was talking smack to some the, kids. The creepiest part of it was that he was being nice. Yeah. And that was weird. It was a bit like, ooh, yeah. I don't like this. And the next thing you know as well, he they, they come in the into I mean, the, in the those building. days, I suppose people didn't have to uh, put themselves on a register. But... <laughs> no, no. But it's, it's one of those weird things as well. It, it, it does have a sex pest feel to it because they, they, they walk, the kids walk inside, the door slams shut. I mean, you go to someone's house for trick-or-treating, you yeah. don't go into the no, house, no. do you? Even if it is Tony Schiavone, yeah. who they recognise. <laughs> but It's all right, it's Tony yeah. Schiavone, let's go in. It's fine. So he's at the door, he lets them in, they, they close the door, and all of a sudden he's on the stairwell wearing his dressing gown. <laughs> I mean, that's scary. Right? And, then, and then he turns into a slobbering beast. Yeah. And then cue pay-per-view. Yeah, I mean... With, it, with um, uh, Eric Bischoff dressed up as like a Confederate States soldier. <laughs> what? I mean, and, yeah, fancy. Best bit, though... Do you think, do you think they went and basically... They they got there and went. Oh God, it's Halloween, isn't it? We need some costumes. Let's go. And then the, the, the shop had run out. That's all they. That's had. all Walmart had left. Okay, so, so Bischoff ended up with a Confederate uh, <laughs> soldier. Jesse Ventura had his own like weird Halloween creature outfit, yeah. and then Tony Schiavone had the Jesse Ventura outfit. Yeah. I thought that was genius. He was going out of so fashion at that yeah. point. So. Yeah. Um, so it really put us in the mood then. For, yeah. Uh, and then like the, the rubbish firework display with a camera that seemed yeah. to have fallen over at the side of the yeah. ring. was yeah. missing most and, of the fireworks. And the very tiny ring as well. <laughs> and the very tiny ring. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. Anyway. And then things got much better in the opening match. Wow, well, there we go. So because what was the opening match? The opening Do match remind me. was Harlem Heat, which was Cole and Kane. Uh, so one of them's Booker T and the other one wasn't Stevie Ray. but um, uh, And the equaliser... Who was? He was a oh, butch, yes. blonde-haired. He was, haired, he was man. no. He yeah, wasn't man. it. Kevin Sullivan's brother. Oh, um, it might have been something Sullivan. Let's have a look. Dave, Dave Sullivan. Sullivan. Yeah. He's yeah. one of the Sullivans. Yeah. Yeah. Disturbing. Uh, and then they were against Ice Train. Who just a, just who? a random man? Yeah, a random man who Big E has just surpassed in every respect. I think Charlie Norris. Knock off to Tonka. Yeah. Knock off to Tonka, as you say. And yeah. the Shockmaster, a.k.a. 
uh, typhoon. Typhoon, typhoon now dressed like a builder. Yeah, <laughs> but he's a klutz apparently outside yeah. of the ring because they, they were doing damage limitation for his uh, <laughs> debut. <laughs> damage limitation. Yeah, um, uh, when he tripped over the set and uh, <laughs> lost his helmets. <laughs> Um, so, but they they even tried to cover for it on the commentary as well because they were saying oh, when he's, he's in the ring, when he's in the ring, he he could beat everyone up and he's uh, organised uh, and everything, and uh, he's got uh, you know skills outside of the ring. He's a klutz. That man has no skills. That no. man was just a big man. That was it. He was a subpar yeah. earthquake. He was exactly, um, and that don't take a lot. No, um, that uh, this match was awful. How long did it go? Uh, nine minutes forty five. That seconds. was that was no, nine painful long, minutes. Not. The only thing I can remember from this match now, looking back, is after the match ended in some farcical ending where Typhoon beats um, the other jobber. Yeah. Um, the Typhoon or the Shockmaster and Kevin Sullivan rip off rubbish. Dave. Yeah. They just kept beating <laughs> each other in the ring. To no crowd reaction whatsoever. Yep. And I think it was to try and make the Shockmaster look intense and strong. A bit like, um, you know, if if um, like Cena, I can't remember anyone else, I'm driving someone better than Cena. Ba, ba, da, ba. Uh, a bit like if Randy Orton lost it and really got angry and started yep. battering someone and how crazy the crowd would go. Yep. But it had the sort of reaction <laughs> as if, you know, you might as well have had the Repo Man um, <laughs> and, and Skinner. Skinner. <laughs> 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 um, and that's... And that's it, basically. And it just kept going, and I thought, well, Shockmaster ain't going to have to keep this up for long, and sure enough, he's here running out of steam. And that <laughs> <Yeah. the> <laughs> Took boats running yeah, out of yeah. steam. Well yeah. done. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Unintentional. <laughs> then he got out of the ring and fell over again. Yep. Uh, the next match was better. Any, uh, any, anything to say about that? Any, any comments uh, on that one? What, the match? It, uh, was just, it was poor. I mean, was it, it a total bella? It was it a total bella. The, the other team that wasn't Harlem Heat, it was three jobbers, but yet yeah, they were the faces, which made no sense whatsoever. So who were these people? I don't know who these people are. I mean, you do like the Tonga ripoff, didn't you? No, just <laughs> Well, I got, I got pulled in. Um, you know, during the show, they've advertised the next pay-per-view. Yes. Which, oh, the they battle tried, bowl. Yeah, they tried to explain Battle that. bowl. And I was like, battle bowl? Okay, go and have a look at this. So I had a look at the battle bowl. And I was yeah. like, just watch the first five minutes. I think it's going to have to become one of our ones we review. Oh, um, and that... that battle Tom, bowl 93, yeah? yeah. That Tonka ripoff. I think that's the only one they did. Well, no, the battle bowl, um, it's the third annual battle bowl. The others were done in Starcade, apparently. Yes. Um, but, the, uh, but it was it was so popular. It got its own pay per view. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah. One year. Um, for one year, they've never done again. Uh, but that <laughs> that battle ball start that uh, Tonga, Tonga rip off is in one of the first teams that's in the battle ball, mm. um, and he speaks. And he's like, "There's no 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 Native American in you whatsoever. <laughs> You're just like Chavis from Texas or something." You know, it was just like, "Oh, jeez." Anyway, so that um, was total Bella. So it was just Absolutely what beautiful. a dread. Honestly, give me Bushwhackers versus to the Beverly Bucks yes. any day. At least some of them had entertainment value. Yeah. Uh, so the next match was an improvement. Paul Orndorff against uh, Ricky the Dragon Steve. Well, I, I, I think this is actually a match of the night. Yeah, I uh, agree. How long did this match go on? 18 and a half minutes. Really? It went on that long? Yeah. Jesus. I thought, I thought yeah. it was a relatively decent match. I think it was all slightly ruined by the fact that uh, Paul Ellering had someone... Paul Ellering? <laughs> Paul Orndorff. Paul Orndorff. Oh, with, with the assassin yeah. with his very tight mask. <laughs> well, that's exactly <laughs> what he said. <laughs> it's not like he's given, been given let's give him a mask that's three times too small for his head <laughs> I and think the what he was probably doing was walking around going oh poor poor brave can help me that's an opportunity for an Alan Partridge gag do you, do you think he could smell gas <laughs> but um, but anyway that, that match I thought was pretty decent the only the only thing I, I didn't like about that was how um, Steamboat had turned from a pretty young fighter into someone's dad. Um, he just looked like someone's dad in their forties, yeah. which I'm not saying is a problem because he probably was in his forties and he probably was someone's dad. But he he just looked like an like an old man. Um, but the other thing was that I realised is he literally was doing the exact same fire breathing intro that WWE did um, with him before he, he was left, and he was Ricky Dra- Ricky Steamboat. 
the dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to slightly avoid yeah. that. Um, one, one or two little things that slightly annoy me with this matchup. There was this one scene where uh, Paul. There was like bits of the match where it just seemed to stop temporarily. Yeah. So Paul Orndorff was in the ring, um, just sort of stood there, and Ricky Dream, <laughs> Ricky the Dragon was on the ramp. Ricky Dreamboat. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was on the ramp and sort of looking towards the ring and sort of almost going. Stood there, almost going to there, and I thought, I think he might leap over the top rope in a minute. Anyway, about 30 more seconds passed, <laughs> and then he eventually did it, and he just sort of flopped over the rope. Oh, as long as it was in yeah. less than a minute, like yeah, yeah, thought, that's he it. Yeah. Um, but actually, I thought it was a pretty decent match yeah. overall. I mean, for me as well, uh, Steamboat was the heel. Even though he was the face, he was wrestling as a heel. He was like doing yeah, all the heel he moves. He started getting all aggressive with the ref. Yeah. It was a bit like Paul Orndorff was the better wrestler and it was yeah. Steamboat was just trying to like survive in the match, wasn't it? So. Well, apparently Paul Orndorff replaced Yoshi Kwan. I, I don't know either. Um, no, so no. That, that was supposed to be the original match, but uh, Paul well, Orndorff I think, had I stepped they, in. I think they got a better deal. From, yeah, uh, from yeah. It. Um, but if that uh, would have been Steamboat versus Yoshi Kwan, I would yes. have been probably a lot less interested yeah, in the match. Yeah, likewise. But the, the thing with this match as well was that uh, there was a lot of confusion over what the rules of the match actually were. So, like, Jesse Ventura was on commentary going, oh, he's throwing him against the, po- uh, the the ring post. Oh, no, no, but he only threw his arm against the ring post and stuff. He didn't throw him headfirst into it and blah, so blah, blah. So, not disqualification. Yeah, and you're like... They had some funny disqualification rules in WCW, yeah. considering every match finished in a, a no fall yeah. pretty much. So, um, oh, what would you give that one? Uh, three, two. I reckon. Oh, hmm. well, compared to the rest of the match, the cards uh, are. are uh, that's a fair it's point. It's the only yeah. one I can remember watching and being. I'm quite interested in this one. Oh uh, yeah, well, okay, I'll go with the three. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Was he you? Shivani, go back in your box. Right. Sorry, Jesse. There we go. Right. So next on the card, Lord Stephen Regal uh, against the British Bulldog David Boy Smith in a time limit draw for the. TV Championship. Oh, lie. This was the other good match yeah, on this card. Well, I think this was more to do with the fact that Regal made the British Bulldog look good. Although what I was about well. to say with this was that because Regal is a slower wrestler, generally, because mm. he's a map-based like, <clears throat> European grappler, yeah. um, it made British Bulldog look like quite a high-speed, uh, yeah. energetic yeah. wrestler, didn't he? Which I know he could be, but it just made him almost like if it, like a Rey Mysterio <laughs> compared yeah. to a Randy Orton or something. Um Pretty good, pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, I'd say that the fact that they wrestled to a time limit draw, because that's another thing with WCW as well. They love their time oh, limits. Oh, they do. Love the dusty finish. But it's it's the whole thing with uh, every match as well. Because if you go back to what's like the late eighties stuff, which we did earlier in in this uh, in a, in our podcasts, but um, but if uh, like Bunkhouse Stampede, oh, let's oh, never no, let's no, never go back never, again. Never. But they they put the time limits in, and instead of sort of maybe pacing it out a bit for, you know, like 13 minutes and then not yeah. having to rush the finish, they get to the last minute and it's like, oh, panic, panic, panic. Cover, yeah, cover, but that's cover. the that's problem with it, because the same thing happened in this page and I, as soon as they started saying it, I thought, yep, yeah, know where this is going. So as soon as you hear the, the commentator go, two minutes, one minute. 90 seconds, <sighs> you know <laughs> that someone is going to be in a pinfall as the ref goes, one, two, ding, 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 yep. the time limit has expired. And I thought, well, who's got the title here? Right, so yep. the Bulldog's not going to win because the title is going to expire. Yeah. And that'll be it. Yep. And it was too predictable. The amount of times that happens yep. at WCW is, is horrendous. Yep. But, but I think it shows you where the company was at the time because the company was still a very much sun-based uh, south, wrestling. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, the people in the crowd didn't even look like they knew where they were. So it um... <laughs> <laughs> was that, yeah. Uh, common. Uh, so, yeah, I, I give this one a two, uh, two-term bubble yeah. rating. I'd say about two. Uh, so next on the card was <laughs> Dustin Rhodes versus the old Stone Cold. And when we say the old Stone Cold, we really do mean the old Stone Cold. The old, old. The Hollywood fact, blonde. We mean the young Stone Cold. The young Stone Back when he used to do technical wrestling. Yep. And had hair. And had hair, yeah. Um, even though he's supposed to be a Hollywood blonde, but he still sounds like he's from Texas. And yet Dustin Rhodes was the home... Uh, home fan favourite from Texas yeah mm. right um, <laughs> so yeah Dustin Rhodes was the uh, United States champion and this is one of uh, 
four title matches uh, this evening. So this is the yes. first title match to whet your appetite. Yeah. Oh no, second after the TV title. Oh, oh of course, yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, which we've just uh, gone through. So Dustin Rhodes against uh, stunning Steve Austin. Uh, it was all right. It was, yeah, wasn't bad. It was, it was so so. Yeah, it was okay. You know, again, compared to some of this card, it was it was good. Yeah. Um, but let's face it, there's a reason that Stone Cold Steve Austin was never massive in WCW, and the reason that uh, Dustin Rhodes or whatever you know was a lot better in WWE as as mm. Gold Dust, and that is because they had room to wrestle in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we've talked about that enough, so yeah. we'll move on. But uh, two turnbuckles for me, that one. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's good. Uh, then a match, oh, which I, I actually started losing brain cells for this one. The Nasty Boys. Uh, Nobs and I, Sags. I always, my, my heart always warms when I see Brian Nobs and Jerry Sags come to the ring. <laughs> and I think back to TNA. Oh, and, no, not again. Not the backstory. There we go. So, um, uh, whilst you just talk about that tag team match, let me just have a look on this oh, okay. uh, old uh, computer thing we have here. Um, so, what did you make of the. Oh, yes. So, the Nasty Boys who had. They just lost. Just lost. Sat- WCW the, Saturday the night, night they, before. They lost the title uh, um, to, to the Marcus Buff Bagwell no, and no, to Colt Scorpio. Wasn't no, it wasn't Buff. Marcus, Marcus, Marcus to be Buff. Yeah, and to Cold Scorpio. Who, yeah. um and, and Teddy with and Teddy. The, Lyon, the Teddy only. Lock. The only thing I can recall about Two Cold Scorpio uh, that I ever remember is he had a big yellow suit. No, no, not even that. Flash yourself, funky. Not even that. My God, that's painful. That was painful. Not, not that. No, it was more to do with uh, Mick Foley's first uh, book, "Have a Nice Day," where he talked about being chased down a hotel corridor by a naked uh, backside of Two Cold Scorpio. Nice. Oh, yes, of course. Um, that's the only thing about Two Cold Scorpio I ever remember. Have you found the bit that you were looking no, for? No, not quite. Should we go on to the next match? I so, can't remember the next well, match. But uh, so anyway, what, what, what do you reckon? Well, Missy Hyatt was in this one as well, and she had yeah. let herself go already at this point. Um, so I she can't was. Remember. Who not, is not, Missy not, Hyatt? Not according to the commentators. According to the commentators, she'd cut her hair and she looked good. No, she was a Ow. blonde stunner in the late eighties, early nineties, and you, then you uses the term stunner quite loosely. Yes, I do. Uh, which is probably Missy Hyatt. Well, today. she was born in nineteen sixty three, so she was thirty odd at this point, and yep. then uh, maybe the drugs had got her. So, yep. um, okay, so what would you rate that match? Uh, it's not quite a total bella so I'd probably say a one a one right, one yeah. turnbuckle okay so next match up um, was a uh, I think they'd call this a good old fashioned grudge match was, yeah. no this was this was the match to decide the franchise of the oh yes, yeah. mm-hmm. they had a backstage uh, interview first where there was a lot of a lot of water and a lot of sweat I will One day someone would believe him. Yeah. So I didn't know if he was going to be Sid, just this Sid Vicious, Psycho Sid at this point, and no one else did by the No, they used all three, yeah. I think. Yeah. So um, Sting versus Sid Justice. What do you think about that match? Well, personally, I, I was uh, I was almost blinded when Sting came out initially to begin with because he was in, what, day glow, day glow green. It was just <laughs> luminous. It was the early 90s. It's... It was... I mean, for a Sid Vicious match, it wasn't that bad, but I mean, it was still kind of painful and plodding. Well, just... Yeah, nothing really happened. I mean, you could tell sort of Sting was carrying most of that as well. But, I mean, he tried to make Sid look like some horrendous, overpowered villain, but it just didn't really come across. Well, no, because he threatened to choke slam him in this promo beforehand, choke slams him like 30 seconds into the match, and then spends two minutes gesturing to the crowd. Yep. <laughs> it's like, why, why haven't you picked him? Like this match will have finished. That's it, yeah. It was just ridiculous. So Sid was very good at backstage psychology, but not so great in the ring. <laughs> so yeah, like, I mean, he looked the part still at this point, yeah. didn't he? So. Hey guys, TNA Knockouts here. 
out, SoCal Val here, and welcome to okay. TNA Today. Of course, I'm in for JB because due to some unfortunate circumstances, Who's JB? JB has been removed from all Turn audio programming for the time being. So huh. until then, I am your hostess with the mostest, and I've got to tell You're you about a great tour we have coming up. We're very excited. Is she a TNA vixen? TNA I think she is. This Saturday, we're kicking things off. We're starting in Glasgow, oh, Scotland. Ah, oh, you remember when TNA was actually a draw? No. No, that, no, we're never a draw. What are you wondering about? Well, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I, I've interrupted the show uh, for no real reason yes, here, so I apologise. Oh, 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 there Oh, my life. Look oh, dear. <laughs> oh, good This God. is the, the Nasty Boys in TNA. Um, Joining me at this time is a tag team that needs no introduction, the Nasty Boys. I've got to ask you guys, you know, you certainly made your mark here in TNA Wrestling, but... Uh, it's it's like they haven't aged since 92. Wait, what am I talking about? They do look much older. It looked real messy in there, so we had to just arrange different stuff, and now it looks... Well! Um, I'm afraid you're lying there, Brian Nobbs. You shit in his back. Your feces in his bag. Not with pizza boxes. I mean, come hey, on, Nobs. We can rearrange your apartment if you wanted to. We can make it. You can stay out of my apartment, you dirty man. Nasty. But it was a it was a statement that was being made. Something that's got to be done. That means. It got what? So it's got to be done. It's got to be done. You've got to act like you're a cat. Tells Team 3D the Nasty Boys are here and here to stay. First thing on the way is a just on, on that point. Here and here to say, how long were they in TNA? Oh, that weekend. Yeah. It's called 3D, and the Nasty Boys are going to go straight through it on our way to the tag team titles. Well, speaking of the tag team titles, we have new tag team champions in Matt Morgan uh, and Hernandez. So anyway, there you go. Uh, so Disturbing. I was, I was looking for the actual scene, but I couldn't no, find don't it. So. No, don't worry about it. Anyway, we'll uh, get that on the TNA network. Yes. <laughs> tell, tell the audience what they should be looking for for that one. For what? They're the Nasty Boys, so they can go and find it themselves. Well, they just need to go and look at uh, the Nasty Boys in TNA. I was trying to search um, originally for uh, the... I typed in the Nasty Boys soils the Dudley Boys bag, um, <laughs> and that's the interview I got. So, you know, it yeah. wasn't too bad. Okay. Um, anyway, next match was yeah. Rick Rude. Um, Give now, me that This back. bit confused me. Yeah. So there seemed to be... Champion. There was... Vader was the champion, but then... No, Vader was the WCW champion, but Rick Rude had won the, uh, the, like, the NWA world title. Oh. So it was sort of sanctified at, at that point. Well, so they had two world champions. Yeah. I know that's rich me saying that yeah. being a WWE fan right now, but they're on different shows. I was, I was just like... What I felt was like they didn't want to really give Vader the real world championship. Woo! The real world Woo! championship! No, I can't do that, that hurt. Um, so... Anyway, so the match was um, Rick Rude versus um, um, Rick Flair, Flair. Uh, with Fifi, Fifi. and um, he's having a look. He's yeah, having I'm, a look. I'm looking yeah. it up. So basically, uh, the the belt was the WCW. Um, here we go. So by fall 1993 for the UK, that's autumn. Mm. Rick Rude was appearing at the Disney tapings as the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, despite the fact in regards to the storyline, Flair, who had returned to WCW and regained the NWA title, was still champion. After leaving the NWA, WCW kept the big gold belt and it was renamed the WCW International World Heavyweight Championship and it was unified at Starcade 93, I believe. Or okay. maybe early 94. So, uh, yeah. There we go, good. Right, okay. so it was the champion um, Rick, Rick Rude, Rude uh, taking on Rick Flair. Woo! Battle of the Ricks. So it's a battle of two Ricks. Um, what I the first thing I noticed about this was <coughs> oh my god, Rick Rude's gone very sort of stiff and sort of slow in the um, in the last year or yep. two since he left WWE, uh, WWF at the time. He just seemed like it was sort of like. 
really slow moving. Like he, um, his face looked like uh, it had some like fifty percent extra cracks compared yeah, to when yeah, he left yeah. WWF. So uh, there you go, um, and that was pretty much what I watched for the whole match. Yeah, is, uh, <laughs> just one scene yeah, can't yeah. be unseen. Yeah. But the, the, the stupid thing with this as well, apparently Terry Taylor was the special enforcer. Oh, forgot right? yeah. the interview to start with. Yeah, so that you've, got, no sense. you've got Terry Taylor as the special enforcer. So you you sort of building up and you think, okay, there's going to be a screw job finish right. here. Or they're going to do a twist on the screen yeah, to yeah. finish, no. and so what happens is the the initial ref Terry gets knocked Taylor. out. No, <clears throat> Terry Taylor stands there for nineteen minutes of this I'm match not, without moving or looking as if he even realizes he's in front of a camera. Yep. Um, well, no, I think at one point he takes a chair off Rick Rude. Oh, oh yeah, he interferes a little. There's one bit. The there's one bit that really confused me because Jesse Ventura acted as though, uh, well, yeah, there's been plenty, <laughs> but one bit in particular, Jesse Ventura acted as though Terry Taylor was uh, breaking uh, Rick Rude's hold on the ropes when he's trying to pinfall. It looked to me like Terry Taylor was holding Rick Rude's yeah. hands, so <laughs> keeping him on the ropes. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Jesse, what, what are you getting all up in a, in a tiz for? Uh, and then, then later on, he did take the chair off off Rick Rude, and and then at the end of the match, so the referee, I think, was it Nick Patrick in, in this think, one? Yeah. Uh, so the referee uh, gets gets knocked out. Terry Taylor jumps in, he gets knocked <laughs> out, and then uh, Rick Flair sort of pulls the brass knucks, and he uh, that that Rick Rude brings in, he knocks out Rick Rude, goes for the pinfall, and Terry Taylor's about to do the count, and then Nick Patrick comes up and says, "Oh, actually, no, I saw him hit." Blah blah blah. End of match. But that's the point. How did he see him hit him? He was unconscious outside yeah, the ring. Uh, was he just watching the big screen? Yeah, must have. <laughs> yeah. Woo! And Terry what Taylor, big screen? It's oh, WCW circa 93. And, and then <laughs> the, um, the, the, the strange ending then even goes even further. So Ric Flair's celebrating the, the belt. Um, Rick Rude says, "Well, I'm going to Fifi." <laughs> yeah. He picks her up in quite an inappropriate carrying. Um, yes, and then he his, just his walk- mouth was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. he then walks walks out with her. Um, then Flair tries to get him in a figure four leg lock on the ramp. <laughs> Terry Taylor just pulls him off, and then they all just walk back. Sorry, straight. sorry, he pulls what? <laughs> Do you want to Terry rephrase Taylor that? Pulls off Rick Flair. They... Do you want to rephrase it again? He pulls Rick Flair off on Fifi. Do, Do, re- they... Do you want to rephrase it again? <laughs> Terry Taylor pulls Rick Flair off when Woo! he's on top of Rick Rude. Do you want to rephrase it again? <laughs> no. Is there any way of saying this that's not filthy? Terry Taylor undoes Rick Flair off. That's still filthy. Terry Taylor stops the nature boy in his tracks. and that, That's better. Yeah. And okay. they then get all up and walk off like nothing's ever happened. Right, yep. Yeah. The and end. And that was probably it for Terry Taylor. Now, somewhere, so, uh, yeah, that match as well... Uh, Two turnbuckles for me. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and okay. that's being generous. So then we get on to the main <clears throat> event of the evening. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Make the deal. Hello, Mr. Buffer. And now, the man who they call oh, Chainsaw. This is half of the running time of the entire paper. And he lost an ear. In Munich. Get on with it. And he lost his memory. Stop, right? Stop, 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 stop. stop, And a bag. Who cares? We lost the bag. They found a bag. They found a bag. And his opponent. Stop now. Stop now. Stop now. Quit it. Stop now. Just no more. Stop now. No more buffer. No more buffer. Anyway, Big Van Vader against. Stop. Champion. Explain the rules next to make the make sense. <laughs> explain make. the rules. They spend like ten minutes make explaining the rules. The rules. Make, sense. <laughs> make the make sense. Well, they, made no sense. Oh, wait, he pins it. Then there's a thirty second rest period. Then he's got a ten count. And if he but doesn't there, get up, there are no pinfalls. But there are no pinfalls. Well, there are a pinfalls. There's pinfalls that they can go anywhere. Why? You made yeah. no sense. It's backwards. Yeah. I know. Let's send Vader down uh, into a grave and uh, let him blade himself while he's down there. And go down there the right. I'm not going down there. I'm Vader's scared. Gonna, <laughs> Vader's going to blade me. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I I like. What I liked is when when uh, Mick Foley um, ran up to the uh, <laughs> ran up to the barriers. Vader was on the other side. And he was allowed to jump at Vader or something, but he just, the folly just flops over. <laughs> and Vader sort of stands there and watches him hit the floor and then picks him up again. 
Although it's good. My my favourite point in the match was when um, Cactus Jack does the uh, the the somersault flip onto the concrete outside, oh, yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to get uh, Vader yeah. down for the pinfall, and then it doesn't yeah, yeah. work. Or or where um, Foley puts the table up the wrong way in the yeah, corner of the ring, the ref turns the table over, and, and both of the commentators goes, "Oh, is he helping Foley out now?" <laughs> Unbelievable! Is, is that the table that was clearly never going to yeah, break? Yeah, exactly. The, yeah. Like the the special reinforced table that they should probably make the announce tables out of. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean the the only redeeming point of this match for me, uh, first of all, Harley Race just flopping about the place like right. a, like a great big vast slug, and yeah. the fact that you've got Vader and Mick Foley just beating the snot out of each other. I mean, not even pretending to to not no. do it. Yeah, they are yeah. literally beating each other up. But uh, uh, beyond that, I don't know. It, it just, just didn't it make was sense. So poor. It was just bad, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And and it was a non-title match. Yeah, it wasn't even for the world title. <laughs> I mean, didn't even come out with the belt. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, why again? Why why was it not for the world title? Because, because Vader, Vader won. won anyway. So. They should have actually put some importance uh, on the match. It's it's more important than the world title. Oh, that's oh, not what this yeah. is about, Jesse. But what is it about? It's about money. It's all about the money. Uh, I two. think I think I think this match and the whole pay per view is summed up by the fact that after the match, um, there is a DDT, a double arm DDT on um, on Harley Race. They run off. And then, like, after the match, it doesn't end on the fireworks at the end. It ends with uh, Jesse and uh, Tony Schiavone sat at the side of the ring, looking depressed um, and just mellowed. And then the credits roll. I always think the fact that credits roll... Yeah, Yeah, that really confused me. What what is this? That is very typical of uh, 90s WCW as well. uh, So they don't end on a high point. It ends on them too. So they're going, well, that was crap, wasn't it? Well, (laughs) no crap pay-per-view next week. The other thing as well, uh, one of the producers, Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone, yeah. That explains everything. Yeah. Anyway, so that match for me, I'd say two turnbuckles just for them beating the snot out of each other. Yeah, but, I just think uh, the, they had no chance with... Why didn't they just make it a... Call it a Texas death match or whatever yeah. and make it um, a Falls Gate Anywhere match or something like that because I would have been happier with that than this strange rule that they've basically got to be pinned for 40 odd seconds yeah. before anything can happen. It doesn't doesn't really work, does it? Um, I'm just having a look at the, the context for this... Uh, for the WWF side of things. So this event happened between SummerSlam and Survivor Series 93. Yeah. So um, this was October 93. Yeah. Previously in WWF, in SummerSlam, you had Yokozuna, Lex Luger in the main event of that, that pay-per-view. So that was awful. That was awful. And also that. the 93 Survivor Series with the uh, the main event of Lex Luger, The Undertaker and the Steiner Brothers. And this is where The Undertaker had the American flag mm. in his coat. That was pretty um, cool. Well. That was pretty cool. That's uh, the one highlight. Against Yokozuna, Ludwig Borger and Jacques Rougeau and Crush. Excellent. The foreign powers or something like that. Um, foreign fanatics. Foreign fanatics, yeah. Um, so just place it in context. It happened between those two WWF events. Well... Yeah. It was a low time for wrestling. It was. Uh, shall we blitz through Halloween Havoc 94? So then we go a year forward then, and we go to... We, know, we didn't look at the, the, the entire pay-per-view. We just did the... I, yeah. Well, at least I did. In, I did in, the, in the, the opening year, card. In the, year, in the following year, um, Hulk Hogan um, joins WCW. Dub subs. And obviously brings some of his friends with him. Yep. Brother Brudai. <sighs> oh, cuts and struts with him. Jimmy yeah. Hart, obviously. Hacksaw Jim Duggan soon jumps on yep. board. He had a match against Steve Austin. Yeah. You know, um, and um, yeah, and a couple of others are on their way, I think. So but... let, let's go on to the main <coughs> event in a second. So I, I watched, uh, I presume you guys did too, the, the opening match. I watched the, um, was it the opening? Johnny B. Bass yes. against the Honky Tonk Man. Yes. Uh, Awful. Yeah. yeah, I might have forgot to watch that one. You didn't miss out. Time, time limit draw. A 10-minute really? time limit oh. draw. Basically, I can summarise the match like this. Honky Tonk Man would rise his hen, rise his hands, <laughs> rise his hands. <laughs> <hen. laughs> he would raise his hands up above his head get as if to do a double axe handle, and he get punched in the stomach. Wash, rinse, repeat. No, you're oh, missing the fact God. he was he would rock his hips back. Oh yeah, he'd rock his hips as well. And the Johnny B. Bad would muss up 
yeah. uh, Honky Tonk said. The only high point was that Johnny B. Bad walked into the ring with vampire teeth. There you go. Nice. So that was awful. Uh, but the main event, which didn't make any sense. So this is, uh, was this the first meeting of... No, uh, it was the third meeting the third. and they needed a way to draw. Right. Um, so this the idea was apparently Ric Flair was going to take some serious time off after this, but it lasted a month, I think. Um, so what happened, that was because in the next pay-per-view... Um, it was supposed to be Rick Rude versus Hogan, but Rick Rude refused to work with Hogan. Right, <laughs> they're not surprised. Um, so um, this was this was a match and a half. I mean, you first of all you got Muhammad Ali sat at ringside. Yep, dragged out, completely being screaming. manipulated and not really knowing where he was. No. Just an awful sight, really. Uh, yeah, um, it was mostly him staring. I mean, off you can't the distance, you can't it? blame WCW really because let's say it, Muhammad Ali was used continually from all different sporting promotions. Yeah. And he probably, I don't know, I can't say he didn't want to be there because he probably did want to be. He wouldn't have done it if he didn't need mm. to do it. Um, you know, but it just felt like they were like let's have a throwback. It was how can we throw this back to make it look more important than WrestleMania one? Yeah, <laughs> we'll bring what? everyone back from WrestleMania one who was is no longer in anywhere near the mental or fit capacity <laughs> they were in then. Yeah. Um, and instead of having a tag match, uh, we'll put. Flair versus Hogan to make this the biggest cage. match of all time. But, uh, dreadful I just cage. have to go back the the Honky Tonk Man Johnny B Bad match. I just remembered one further point there. It was such an awesome match that they cut to backstage full screen to show Sting talking to Mike Tanay. Oh my <laughs> life! Yes, that. <laughs> that is poor. This was such an incredible match that they cut away. They didn't even stay focused on the match and do like a split screen thing. They just went back to Sting. Yes. Excellent. No, we've had enough of this. Go see Sting. Oh, you know, there's just going to hit in the stomach. So, um, this matchup then. So, um, Hogan yep. versus Flair, retirement match. Uh, um, was for the title. At no point during tonight did they, yeah. did they say the whole, that in the match. The best, the best part of the night, I thought, was Bobby Heenan, fresh off his neck surgery, yep. um, was constantly saying about how Flair shouldn't put it up on the line and things like this. Um, still trying <laughs> trying to make this slight thing that he was a heel, Bobby Heenan, but at this point, he was basically a face when yep. in commentary because yep. he was so much better than, than anything, anything else. Yeah. Who's there? Um, and the match uh, starts off. Of sorry, Mister T comes out. Um, Mus- Booker T's not- dad, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously not muscular anymore, so he's keeping this big red puffer jacket on. Yeah. Um, because it's ninety four at this point, and uh, I'm sure he's confused as to where he was yeah. as well. <laughs> well, the thing is, as well, he he never seemed to understand whether or not he was a face or a heel as yeah. well. <laughs> so he's just like, no, Hogan, stop cheating. No, 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 no. And then the uh, the commentary team had to allow for the fact that his count was so slow that they was just, oh, yeah, well, he's not an actual trained referee. So, uh, you know, <laughs> Hogan, just, Hogan, Hogan, one, two, doing, Hogan and Flair have to kind of, you know... Uh, uh, Accommodate his uh, his slow count. Like, oh come on! So so they have this 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 <laughs> stag. Sorry, yeah. they have <laughs> this, this match up now. It's slow to begin with, isn't it? Because yeah. it's just like oh god. Hogan clearly is more interested in flexing than actually doing any wrestling yep. in this at this point in his career. Um, they have a bit of a match up, and it looks at first like it's just gonna be you know all over, and then. The best part of the match is Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> Which is something I never thought I'd ever say. No, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, 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 there are two things I've, I've got to say about this. Uh, first of all, um, Ric Flair did his Ric Flair flop off the top turnbuckle. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That was good. Um, and then... Hogan just portrays himself as a, a woman beater by yeah. just over constantly and over constantly thrashing Sherry. Hogan remind me of this match of um, sort of an abused husband who's been like taking years <laughs> and he snaps. He's taken years <laughs> and years of abuse from his this woman and and he suddenly snaps yeah. and like she's done something stupid like he said he's an idiot or something from <laughs> his friend and he's taken her home. Boom and it yeah. And it's like, because he just wouldn't stop, would he? You know? No, just, it was like he was playing for time as yeah. well. It's just like, oh, uh, okay, so we have, we've just, I've just beaten up Flair. Sherry's still in the ring. Let's punch her yeah, in the it's face. Because it's Sherry. It wasn't it. even body slams either. He was close lining <laughs> yeah. her and big booting her and everything. Yeah. He did everything he did to Ric Flair. He didn't do it. Yeah. So the match basically uh, gets... Was it, was it necessary for Sherry to be stripped down to a smalls? Well... Mm-hmm. I think um, she must have realised this is going to be a dreadful match. <laughs> I mean, look look what you got involved in here. You got Hogan Flair, the biggest names in wrestling in theory. Yeah, the <laughs> cage match, Mister T, um, 
Muhammad Ali at ringside. Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Brother Brutus. Sting. Sensational Sherry. All in one match. The debut of Avalanche as well. Well, you'll come oh, to that God, point in a minute. Yeah. That's when it gets... So, all those things have happened. So, Sherry tries to get involved. Sting pulls Sherry down um, from the outside yep. of the ring. So, she can't get involved. Then the masked... The masked... Whatever. Mystery man hits him man. over the head with a baseball bat. Sting then just disintegrates and disappears. <laughs> Sherry somehow gets back into the ring, attacks Hogan. Well, obviously that's just going to have no effect yep. whatsoever. He, he was hulking up at Hogan this point. Hogan becomes an abusive uh, male chauvinistic yep. pig. Um, just for the audience, it is not right to beat up women. No. And at um, some point they start beating gun Mr. T for no reason, yeah. who's handcuffed in the corner. Yeah, then, then Flair beats up Mr. T and handcuffs him in the corner and that's all gone mental. Um... Then Hogan hulks off, what a surprise. Hogan, Hogan hulked up for about 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Hogan gets... And this match was only 20 minutes long, <laughs> say only. Yeah. Hogan, uh, Hogan uh, does a leg drop on Flair and on Sherry. Um, Hogan then gets Mr T to wake up and pin Flair with it, so he wins, basically. The cage gets taken away... Uh, the, so Hogan wins career. So Flair's career is over. He's never going to wrestle again after this point in uh, October nineteen ninety four. Um, <laughs> he then sells it perfectly. Yeah, uh, considering I watched his other retirement match in uh, in May, uh, sorry in April of two thousand eight. Um, stopping me either that yeah. one. <laughs> so this, so this, that's it. So Flair's career is over now. Rather than doing a and bear in mind, they had done this in the 90s in WWE. Rather than doing a, oh, well, Flair, you're a brilliant athlete, sort of mm. wave him off, goodbye, it doesn't matter. Like, with Savage at WrestleMania 7. Yep. Flair disappears. Yep. Um, they then have Hogan uh, go to the outside to get the title, which they present to Muhammad Ali. Hogan just rips it off Muhammad Ali's shoulder and basically yep. walks off and shows off in the ring whilst they scuttle Muhammad Ali out of the ring. Hogan is showing off in the ring, and then, uh oh. The masked invader. The masked invader comes. Now, if anyone is in any doubt at who the masked invader is, Hogan turns around, and the masked invader just sort of stands there in front of him, sort of strutting <laughs> like only he could. To be revealed as... Brother Brutai. Who Hogan has already beaten up when he reveals him. So that's that gimmick completely shot. Yeah. Um, and the, the worst thing is, it was really confusing because uh, Brutus, for, for that is his real name, mm. acts as if he's he's Shocked. not... He, he does. Yeah, <laughs> you've amassed me. It wasn't me, honestly. I mean, I'm <laughs> so dressed all was, in black. Was it me? I don't know. And then... <laughs> Am I the masked man? Just to make matters even worse, just to make this pay-per-view look even crapper, yep. then Kevin Sullivan comes oh, out. And I, I don't think I could say this before, but it does seem to be true. Uh, overweight... Earthquake yep. slash Avalanche comes through. And he looks like he's put on about £200 since he left WWE. He just yep. looks like awful when yep. he gets in the ring. Dreadful. Yeah, it's, it's horrendous. And then, much like Halloween Havoc 93, just carried on. <laughs> it's just wouldn't and stop. then the credits rolled. Yeah. And they just like... Oh, all right, then. See you later. Sorry, are we filling time for five minutes <laughs> as, as Sting helps carry Hulk Hogan out of the ring? Are you trying to get it to beyond the two hour 40 mark for the pay per view? Is that all you're must, doing? Must be, yeah. And he's just like, oh, ooh, awful. This was a terrible, terrible um, event. And uh, it was a full on main event jobber. It was. It was terrible. Yeah. Considering, the, considering the characters that were in this, yeah. you'd have thought they could have caught with something. Yeah, on, on paper, it should have been... Uh, One of the best matches of yeah. the early 90s. Yeah, Flair against Hogan. I mean, pff, yeah, but no, no. Just, no, it was just, no. It just goes to show that even though WWF had the option to do that in 92 and they didn't, they went sort of like... They the, went the, the right way. They went Savage Flair. Yeah. I think it was a good option. Yeah. The only thing with that is that Savage Flair should have been the main event instead of Hogan Justice. Yeah. But, you know, what, there do you I, go. what do I know? I was only eight at the time. <laughs> I was only eight and still I could have told you that that was utter garbage. Yeah. So there we go. Okay, Helen the Cell sixteen predictions. Let's uh, let's get through those as quickly as we can. Uh, oh, damn it. go away, Jamaica! I've got an idea for Monday Night Raw. I don't want to know. But I've got a really good idea. 
I'm not listening. It's Halloween. Okay, I'm listening. We know how WWE is a uh, pop culture phenomenon, and we follow the pop world. <laughs> Sorry, that was my water. Uh, Sorry. I've got an idea. We need to bring someone back to follow a current phenomenon. Who is it? Uh, Let's bring back the old, the original doink. Everyone's doing it. N- no. Evil clowns. <laughs> no. Damn it. No. Think about it. No. Main event WrestleMania. That's, that's WrestleMania no. next I'm year. away. Doink versus AJ Styles. How about doing it at the Royal Rumble? Alamo Dome. Doink. AJ Styles. He's come back. He's a turncoat. Damn it. Let me just ask you one question, Vince. What? Uh, Damn it. Would Dink be in there too? (gasps) Dink could be the guest referee. You've got a deal. Uh, Damn it. <coughs> anyway, <laughs> let's stop doing that. My voice is really hurting. It's your fault because that was going to be the intro. Yeah. And you ruined I've it. You ruined it. me do animal. I'm sorry. <laughs> you did animal. Uh, you did animal. <laughs> anyway, so Hell in the Cell 16. Yes. Let's run through the matches. So apparently we've got a dark match. Cedric Alexander, Lince Dorado and Sin Cara against Tony Nice, Drew Gulak and... Aya Davari. Don't even know who most of those people are. Um, Cruiserweight Classic. Okay, nice. Apart from Sin Cara. Next one. Uh, Roman Reigns Rusev. In a hell in a cell for the United uh, States Championship. Uh, the Battle of the Beards Part 1. And Is anyone else just not interested in that match? No. no, no Who's going to win? Uh, Roman Reigns. Reigns. Oh, right. uh, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. In another hell in a cell for the Universal Championship. Oh, God. Who's going to win this one? Kevin, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Uh, Sasha Banks versus Charlotte. Another Hell in a Cell match. Oh, for the course. Women's Championship. Yeah. Who's going to win? Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. TJ Perkins, Brian Kendrick for the Cruiserweight Championship. Not in a Hell in a Cell. If they've got Brian any Kendrick. Sense, Brian Kendrick. Yep. Uh, that that, that uh, TJ Perkins, don't get me wrong, he's a very good wrestler, I think. But don't, don't you feel they're like sort of um, selling him like yeah. they sold The Rock when he was a blue chipper? Yeah. I like to smile and I've had given a great opportunity. Ding! <laughs> Turn him heel. Get rid of him, yeah. Um, the New Day against Cesaro and Sheamus defending the Tag Team Championships. New Day are never going to lose their titles. Not I'll tell you what. They're, they're going to beat the record. If... And then they're going to... If the New Day lose now, it just makes a complete stupid joke of the fact that Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson could have won that title yep. and become a super heel tag team. Yeah. Um, but so they better they better not cost lose it to um, shoving Sheamus and Cesaro together because I can't think of a singles match. I, I just hope when they win, it doesn't mean Cesaro and Sheamus are going to pick their feud back up because I will eat my own face off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, talking of Gallows and Anderson, they are also in a match against Enzo and Cass. That that could be a decent match, but again, just think that wouldn't that match have been better if it was for the Tag Team Championship? Yeah. Uh, who will win? I think Anderson and Gallows need the momentum. Yeah. So, they yeah. need to win the match. Because I've not watched them, the main show for a while now. Are they still doing the, the Mad Scientist no, uh, they, humor they've, gimmick? they've gone back to generally just beating the hell out of people. Good. Okay, that's fine. Uh, and then Bailey. She's from Boston. Uh, uh, oh, Boston. Oh, oh no. Uh, Where everybody oh, no, no, no. Sorry. knows your name. Oh, other way around. Dana Brooke, dun, dun, Bailey, dun, she's a hugger, against Dana Brooke, the pouty, pouty Boston native. Very, very Where poor everybody wrestler. knows yeah. your yeah. name. Is Dana so, Brooke um, Sam out of Cheers is... Child. I've never watched Cheers. Oh, well, you've never watched Cheers. You've never watched Cheers. Right, well, if is you, that my uh, homework? If yeah. you turn <laughs> ITV4 on, is it on all the time? Um, about seven o'clock every what? night, there's two Watch episodes. Cheers. I watched every single episode of Cheers from the date I got shingles, which was five years to this day. Almost. Um, until it took me a year and I watched every single, using my Freeview box and recording it, my V Plus box even, um, I watched every episode of Cheers. Um, it was quite good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> 
I can't believe you've never watched Cheers. I've, I've not watched a lot of things, so sue me. You know, uh, too busy watching wrestling. Uh, mm. I would say Bailey's going to win yeah, that. Bailey's going to. If, if win Dana that, Brooke actually. wins, then I will be gobsmacked. Uh, it'd be a disgrace. Yeah, yeah it'd well. be an outrage. And that is the card for Hell in a Cell. And uh, funnily enough, there we go. That's the the end of the show. Is there anything else you guys would like to raise before I wrap up? Uh, well, um, Ooh, quite mm, um, what's next week's show? Next week's show is the Hell in a Cell review. Hell in a Cell yes, review. Have, have and we'll be getting that. ready for Survivor Series, um, which yep. we'll have a special on the week after. Well, just to give you a recap of where we're going up until episode 35, and we haven't really got anything planned out beyond that just yet, but um, so coming up over the next month. Holidays are coming. Holidays yes. I'm not joining again. No. Watch out. I downloaded the MP3 of that last year yeah, just because I could. Anyway, uh, so uh, next yes. week is the Hell in a Cell review and whatever else we decide to throw in for that show. Uh, in a couple of weeks' time, we've got our Smackdown Live special. Ah, of course. Which will be something a little bit different from the normal. Uh, after that will be a Survivor Series special and preview, uh, followed by episode 35, which will be the Survivor Series 16 review and a cover uh, coverage of NXT Toronto. Uh, and then we've got a few weeks and then a Christmas special and uh, a, a surprise uh, award ceremony thing in episode 39 uh, for the Christmas episode. And I think I think when we uh, when we do our Christmas episode, I think we uh, should uh, Twitter... Yes. The wrestlers, let's we let them know that they've won an award. Yep. Yep. <laughs> See how that goes down. Yep. Oh, but Brady did wonder what you were going to say, then I was a little afraid. I don't know what you were thinking, you I don't know. dirty mind. Well, you never know. I mean, uh, it might uh, push us out there even further, back even into further. the stratosphere. Well, so what we've, we've got at the minute is we've got TNA numbers listed. Yes. Uh, we, we want, want WWE. WCW numbers. Oh, come on, think big. WWF. We want proper numbers. That's true. We want Ted Turner's millions, ideally, but uh, all billions. So, um, right. Thank you for listening. If you want to get in touch, you can drop us an email, randomstoke at gmail.com. You can also find uh, the show notes for this episode and more at randomstoke.com forward slash Ironman podcast. If you found us on iTunes, please leave us a five-star review. We would very much appreciate it. Or indeed, anywhere where podcasts are available. Uh, you can find us on the likes of Deezer and Stitcher and iTunes and many, many more. And your podcatcher of choice. You can find us on... Fallen Angel. <laughs> that's that's code for the Twitters. Uh, at Iron Man Podcast uh, please get in touch and let us know what you think and follow us and uh, for, for updates on the shows and every now and again I mean last night uh, or recently this week I posted um, it wasn't last night was it no anyway this week in the last week I have posted a picture of Sid Vicious from Halloween Habit 93 uh, because I could <laughs> so uh, you know that's the sort of highlight you get to look forward to on our Twitter feed guys is there anything else you'd like to say my name is Tony Schiavone and I'm coming for you when you sleep but I will rule the world yeah I think we've we've killed it yeah thank you for listening and uh, we'll see you next time goodbye <laughs>